Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and welcome to Small Biz Chat. You know, Small Biz Chat started as a little tweet chat over 10 years ago on Twitter, but we have evolved. And listen, we have an amazing show for you tonight. But let me tell you first about why we do Small Biz Chat. We created Small Biz Chat Live because we wanted to have an opportunity for small business owners to get peer-to-peer device in a safe environment without having to pay a coach or a mentor. And we really wanted to have people, you know, have an opportunity to ask questions and get information that they don't even know that they need to know yet. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. And that has been our mission since day one. Now, let me tell you a little bit about what our goal is. We want to give you tools and tips and information so that you can have the opportunity to take your business to the next level by hearing advice from top experts. So with that, I am so excited to welcome to our show tonight, Kelvin Joseph. He is the CEO of Cool Kel Marketing. Kevin helps companies from new startups to Fortune 500s maximize their sales by executing marketing strategy that will communicate their Cool. I want to hear about this. All right. Now, he Inc. Magazine recognized him as one of their top 30 entrepreneurs under 30 list in the same year as Mark Zuckerberg. So obviously they saw potential in him. Kelvin is a LinkedIn B2B marketing influencer. He has a great sports marketing background, and he is a member of the American Advertising Federation's trendsetters. All right, Mr. Cool Cal himself, Kelvin Joseph, welcome to Small Biz Chat Live. Here I am. Let's go. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, listen, you know, your core expertise is marketing. And, you know, marketing has really fundamentally changed quite a bit in the last five to seven years in particular. What, what is your take on that? Well, decision makers have become obsessed with business outcomes. They're obsessed with, with growth. So marketing used to be like an art form. It's more like a science right now. At big companies, chief marketing officers have 18 months to turn their vision into some results. And if you're a small business out there, you know if you hire a marketing professional, you want an immediate return on your investment. So that's changed marketing because it's very, it's not, it's not an artsy thing anymore. It's like, I need results now. Mm-hmm. I've actually read something on LinkedIn that you said that marketing has really become synonymous with authenticity. Can you can you expound on that a little bit? Yes. Well, the reason why being authentic is so important is because your personal brand and your company brand, that's really your reputation. There's too much transparency to trick the consumer. You have to be authentic. You have to have a real value proposition. You can't just, even if you trick someone into buying your product or service, it's not a long-term strategy. You actually have to be the brand. You actually have to provide real value. And if you don't, you will lose. Right. Because somebody can go right to social media and torture your brand in seconds. Right. You know, 
give them a bad experience, they will let the world know, right? They say when people have a good experience, when they tell one or two people, when somebody has a bad experience, they tell 10 people. So, and on social media, you know, if you're somebody like me or you, you know, I got 300,000 followers on Twitter. So people don't mess with me, you know what I mean? But uh, I can I can imagine that, you know, luckily I don't use my powers for evil. I do want to say that publicly, but you know, I mean, I could. And so the point is, is that you do have to be careful. But now one of the other things that I've, I've, I've read that you write, you said that the fourth industrial revolution is really big data and artificial intelligence. But, you know, when you say big data to a small business, they're looking at you like, what's up doc? I'm trying to make payroll on Friday. Like, you know, what, how, how can a small business owner compete or really even leverage any kind of AI or, you know, big data tools? The reality is that you might not be able to play that game. It's, it's, it's the old thing. You might have to move like a speedboat and you'll beat the Titanic every time. If you're able to have personalization, customization, and specialization, the reality is, as a small business, do not try to be a jack of all trades. Just be that, that master of one. And that's how you compete with these big guys because they're spread out too thin and we could just go in right in there and kill them. Okay. All right. So you say be a speedboat because they are the Titanic. Okay. All their big marketing budget and stuff, they the Titanic and I'm I'm out here in my speedboat, but I, I can still beat them. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to internalize that. All right. So- so what do you think is the best way for small business owners to grow their sales? We're all in the relationship business. doesn't matter what we do and what industry we're in. Relationships are so important. And if you want to grow your business, we need to make friends before we need anything. That's critical because a lot of small businesses, cash is tight. There's a lot of pressure to get things done. And we live in the, the here and right now. But the reality of it is, is that we can't rush this thing. You have to have a real value proposition, add real value to people. But if you want to have sales quickly, you don't want to become a used car salesman. Most small businesses, some of them turn their business into, into a, a collection agency. What's a collection agency? They only call you for one thing. They want money now. <laughs> so if you want to be a bill collector and turn your business into a bill collector, that is the fastest way to run yourself out of business. It's insane. Make friends before you need anything, then introduce them to each other. Add value and don't expect anything in return. And you will win in the long term. Don't get desperate. Right, because every everybody can smell fear and desperation, right? Dogs, children, people, everybody can smell it. So run away. <laughs> bad, bad energy, bad mojo, right? So how do you think... If, if people shouldn't be calling on the phone when they need business, what what how could they attract new customers as opposed to chasing them? Melinda, if I call you, I'm a salesman. People don't trust salesmen. But if you call me now, I'm an expert. <laughs> when you're an expert, that speeds up the relationship building process. People call me. It's like, how can I help you? What motivated you to call me today? If I call them, they're like, what do you want? I'm busy. I'm all right. So the reality of it is, is that we have to attract customers instead of chasing them because people do not want to be sold to, but they love to buy. 
Mm -hmm. That's profound. Or is that a preacher's message on Sunday? I'm not really sure, but okay. Let me, let me, let me keep going with you though. So, you know, if, if you want to attract new customers, you want to add value before you want to make a, a selling relationship, then that means you got to get into social selling. That means you got to be out here drawing attention to yourself. And, and I know that you're really, really big on LinkedIn and you believe that that is the primo social selling, you know, sort of like platform, especially if you're selling B2B. Tell me, tell me how social selling has impacted your business and how you've been able to leverage it. Well, I, I was a late adapter. I actually didn't believe in social media. I'm kind of old school. Ooh, and... that's bla- blasphemous. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a walking, talking social brand going, what did he so, say? Oh, my so, God. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I actually, like, I, I, I'm applying for the Guinness Book of World Records because I have the largest LinkedIn following without having any other social media account. I have none. I have no Facebook, no Instagram. I'm not going to snap you. None of that is happening. So you can only find me on LinkedIn. And I have about, I have about 40,000 professionals with a secondary reach of 100 million people. So it, it's pretty interesting. That has really helped my brand. And the reality of it is, it's what helped me to leave running a huge company to betting on myself, having that social media support behind me and building myself as a brand. All right. So when did you get on LinkedIn? Because I want to know how long did it take you to get 40,000 first connections on LinkedIn? That's a lot of that. I don't even have that many. I mean, I got 15,000 and I thought that was like an A1 account. So how when did you get on LinkedIn? Two years ago. And you got 40,000 connections? Well, you've been working LinkedIn like a job. I mean, that's crazy. Okay, all right. So, well, see, all right. <laughs> that was like 40, I mean, the reality is, is. Did you listen. automate that? What are you even doing? Like, that's crazy. So, but I would ask you another question, though. How can small business owners leverage LinkedIn? Like, like how did you do it? Because that, that, that I, I need to understand. Like, how did you do it? You, you know, like, on LinkedIn, I cheated a little bit. I was walking around with celebrities doing interviews and and taking pictures with with celebrities, which which made people think I was interesting. So, you know, I spent a lot of my time in sports marketing, celebrity marketing. So if you're with if you're with Khloe Kardashian, then people, you know, they kind of get into it. It's interesting. I see. I see. All right. So so you 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 leverage the the celebrity influencers to get your game going. I see. I see. you. All right. So let's talk about how people follow up on LinkedIn. Cause I've seen people do like some creepy weird stuff on LinkedIn. Like the, the second after I connect to them, then they send me some whole like long diatribe pitch, like through LinkedIn. Does that really work? Or like, what is the proper way to follow up with people with new connections on LinkedIn? Yeah. A lot of people treat LinkedIn like, like a cheap date. It's almost like, Hey, um, they connect with you, and then next thing you know, it's like it's like you have to check if you're pregnant because these people, I mean, they're all over you. So, I mean, never do that. Never ever do that. I mean, if you're a small business and you do that, man, I feel like this should be like, you should be kicked off the platform. I mean, it doesn't work. We're in a relationship business, so if if the if I meet you and you're all over me, then I mean, it, it's unattractive. It's unappealing. It's like. It's, it's sleazy. 
So oh, okay. the best way to do use LinkedIn is to build yourself as an expert in your niche. I call it the cool. Every company needs to have a value proposition, something that they're passionate about, something they're really, really good at, where they can bring value to the marketplace. And all you should be doing, the only follow-up on LinkedIn you should be doing is when you're helping and adding value. You should never be asking for anything. People will call you when it's appropriate and the right people. So I, I try to play a volume game. I do respond to every message and I respond to every comment that someone gives me and I give everybody this, the same respect. My idea is if you help a thousand people, you only need about three of them to turn into real business for you. And if you can't get three people out of a thousand to be attracted to you, you're doing something wrong. Well, you know what? I think that can preach right there. All right, look, we're going to go to break right now. But when we come back, we're going to talk more with Kelvin Joseph. He's going to talk more about this cool thing he's got going on. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. I know you might be thinking about quitting your business and going back into corporate America, but wait, before you give up, my new book, Fix Your Business, could give you a whole new lease on life. My 12 P's of running a successful business will walk you through step-by-step how to grow your business revenue, how to hire great people and streamline your processes and so much more. Grab a copy today of Fix Your Business and get your life back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Small Biz Chef. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, and we have been talking with Kelvin Joseph, and he is going to keep going. Right now, Kelvin, I want to come back to you and talk about influencer marketing. Is, is an imp- and I know that you're a B2B LinkedIn marketing influencer. I'm a small biz influencer. You know, Is that what everybody should be trying to be now? Can everybody be an influencer? Well, the thing is, is that you don't have to be a big influencer but you should be an expert in whatever your value proposition is. Even if you have a small following, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't need thousands of customers. I I could do great with just a handful, you know, or two handfuls. So you don't necessarily need to be millions of followers where it means nothing. You need to have a nice niche and be the expert in your niche. And when people say your name, it, it actually means something specific instead of a jack of all trades you'll be a master of one all right all right i like it so let's switch gears i want to talk to you about event marketing because i know you actually do event marketing kind of a really interesting way so why is event marketing so powerful and how have you been able to leverage it for yourself event marketing is very powerful because we're all busy we're really busy so if i don't know you i don't like you I don't trust you. I'm not doing any business with you. So if you ask me to have a meeting, that's almost like asking someone you don't know on a date. It's awkward. I don't know you. And maybe, you know, you want to get to know me. Great. It's weird. But if I ask you to come to a party where other CEOs are going to be at the party or a dinner for for 10 influencers or 10 decision makers in your area, I want to come to that dinner because I could do business at that dinner. And it's not just talking to you who I don't know. Maybe later after we get to know each other, then I'm ready for that, that, that intense one-on-one. 
But before that, like I can get home to my kids instead of having 10 dinners with, with separate people just to get one of them to do business with me. I'll have one dinner with 10 CEOs, introduce them to each other. And all, at the end of the night, they're all saying, cool, Kel, that guy is really cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. But now what's the hardest part? I, getting people to come to this dinner is, is, is tough. Like, you know, with, audience development is a challenge no matter how you do event marketing. So what, what's your secret to get, get XYZ CEO that you don't know that well to come to your dinner party? Well, since they don't know you yet, they might not want to just come because of you and your company and your value proposition. I have found that if I could get one big name to come, other people want to come and and rub shoulders with that big name. So sometimes it's just getting one domino to fall and getting, well, you know, so-and-so is going to be there and -and so-and-so, and then they want to do business. So I only want decision makers. I don't want to be in a room with a bunch of salesmen and nobody's buying. Right. Right. You got to be in the room with decision makers. All right. Last question. What is the best business advice you've ever been given? Marketing advice. Well, a lot of times marketing, again, used to be about just the brand, but we got to get results. I got bills. You know, we got to make sales. So marketing is just a nice way of saying long term sales focus. And we need to draw customers to us. We need to be the brand. We need to be chased instead of chasing people. And the reality is happiness is success. And when your humility exceeds your ability, that's when you win. I love it. What is your favorite podcast? Kelvin, go. Gary V. Gary V's podcast. You can take all that cursing. Okay. Good for you. All right. <laughs> I can't, I can't listen to him, but anyway. All right. What is your favorite business app? My favorite business app is the cash app. Send me my money. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course you would say that. Of course you would say that. All right. All right. We're almost out of time. All right, Calvin, what's your favorite business book? My, my favorite that got me started is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Robert Kiyosaki, and just gets you with that entrepreneurial mindset, that real hustle. But I also love getting to yes uh, on negotiation. A lot of business people split the difference and, and leave a lot of money on the table. I never split the dis- difference. I, <laughs> I win most of, of the time. Course, of course you don't. Of course you don't. Right. All right. Anyway, listen, thank you so much for being on Small Biz Chat Live tonight. Thank you all for joining me. And please head over to my blog, SucceedIsYourOwnBoss.com. You can get more information on tonight's guest. And thank you all for watching Small Biz Chat Live. It is my honor and privilege to be your small biz lady. And the goal of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. And I will leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Good night, everybody. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.